This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Well, it's time for financial news with Gary Zimmerman. And uh, my goodness, Gary, a lot has happened since since the last time we've talked. Um, been a lot of important economic news recently, and we're starting to get updated about expectations about what the Federal Reserve is likely to do with interest rates at their next meeting. Can you tell us about this? Yes, Paul, we have updated data for economic output or GDP this week. Uh, we have new job market data that's been strong and, and, new, and new inflation numbers, and we'll have more than this week, um, that are they're still high. So, um, And I'm also seeing discussions about what the Federal Reserve might do at their next meeting on November 10th. And, that's, you know, and a lot of that seems to be in the news, including information from some of the Fed presidents and governors. Okay, let's start with the updated numbers on on growth and the overall economy. What do the revised GDP numbers that were that were recently published what do they show and is the economy growing or slowing? The Bureau of Economic Analysis or or BEA revises its quarterly national gross domestic product or GDP data on, on a regular basis as they get new and updated data. Uh, what are the revised data telling us at the end of September, um, you know, not much new after a very strong fourth quarter of last year when the economy expanded at a very rapid 7% annual rate. In the first half of 2022, things were just the opposite, very weak, uh, with the economy's total output actually declining. So in the first quarter of 2022, the revised GDP number shows it falling at an annual rate of 1.6%. The second quarter was a little better with the economy only um, output only declining at a 0.6% annual rate. Well, Gary, are there any GDP forecasts for the third quarter that have just that has just ended? Well, the official data won't be out for uh, the first uh, data point won't be out for another month or so. Um, but the latest blue chip economic consensus forecast has third quarter GDP growing at around a 1% annual rate. That's positive news. Uh, you could also look at something like the GDP now estimate from the Atlanta Fed um, last week. Um, it was showing uh, you know, somewhere close to 3% rate of growth in Q3 based on what the current numbers are. So, you know, I think we can expect some expansion or growth in the third quarter. Okay, now here's a question for you, and this is, I'm sure, going to be um, talked about a lot with the upcoming elections. Uh, <laughs> looking at those first two consecutive quarterly declines, do you expect that the first half of the year will be a recession or not? I expect that the first half of 2022 probably won't be considered a recession by the National Bureau of Economic Research. That's the uh, Committee of Business Cycle Research Experts and Economists that define U.S. recessions. First, the NBER committee looks at a wider array of economic indicators than just GDP. And many of those uh, areas of the economy, like national income and job growth, are still positive. And, you know, the unemployment rate has fallen during that time period to lows we've only seen in expansions. You know, and also, I think, on it, interestingly, on a year-over-year basis in June of 22, GDP, after you subtract out inflation, grew at, at over at, at 1.2. 
8% annual rate over the year, uh, the past four quarters. And that's about an average growth rate for the U.S. economy, despite the fact that you had two negative quarters out of the past four quarters. Um, and if one goes back, you know, a dozen recessions and going back to like 1950 and 11 of the 12 recessions, the the year over year growth rate would turn negative, uh, turn negative. And that's quite the opposite of a 1.8% year over year job growth, or excuse me, GDP growth rate um, that we're seeing with the economy at the end of the second quarter of 2022. So yeah, I think there's some pretty good reasons why they might not um, declare it a recession officially. Well, Gary, how about the labor markets? Um, uh, gosh, I've, I've heard that the that the number of new jobs added in September is the smallest increase since last year. How about that? Yes, the economy only added 260,000 uh, non-farm payroll jobs in September, but that's down from the extremely high average of over 400,000 new jobs a month over the past 12 months. But some of that was higher because of the you know, rebound from COVID. Uh, but, you know, for comparison, the, those 263,000 new jobs a month is still well above the average of around 200,000 monthly jobs uh, increases that we experienced over, say, the six years of economic expansion from 2013 to 2019. So while uh, the September number was smaller, um, it was still a very large job increases in large even for an economic expansion. And then there's the unemployment rate, Paul. Um, in September, the unemployment rate fell to a very low 3.7%, uh, excuse me, a very low 3.5% from, uh, you know, a very low 3.7%. Um, that 3.5% is the lowest unemployment rate um, we've experienced over the past 50 years. And it's only happened on, you know, just a few months out of that whole time period. You know, and as a benchmark also, we might look at the most Fed policymakers expect that full employment would be around 4% in the longer run. And, you know, again, um, we're at 3.5%. Um, that's indicating that the job market is, is at or near full employment. And it's the unemployment rate is a low level we've only seen during expansions. Boy, pretty interesting situation, I say. <laughs> yes. Okay. Agreed. The big question, what happens next? What is the Fed likely to do in November? And why do you think that's uh, going to happen? Well, I expect another 75 basis points or three quarters of a percent increase because they, you know, um, based on the September projections by the Fed policymakers, they were expecting the um, Fed's target overnight interest rate uh, at the year in 2022 to be in the four and a quarter to four and a half percent range. Um, and, you know, right now they're one percent below that. And that suggests that they expect at least one or two more increases of a total of one percent by year end. Why is that? Well, the current inflation remains well above the Fed's two percent goal, you know, both the personal consumption expenditure inflation rate and the um, consumer price index are, are, are well above that 2% um, and haven't moved down appreciably. So, you know, at the same time, you have a 3.5% unemployment rate 
which is, you know, they consider full employment. So, you know, and the economy is still adding jobs at a relatively rapid pace. And that adds upward pressure on inflation, along with the global factors like COVID, supply chain disruptions and the, the war in Ukraine. So, you know, and again, another thing to remember is it takes time, sometimes several quarters for Fed policy to impact the economy. And they only started raising interest rates in March to, to slow inflation. Now, the Fed is, you know, seems to be playing catch up here, but it doesn't want to overdo the increases in interest rates, you know, for concerns about, you know, hitting the brakes too hard and slowing down the economy too quickly or too much and driving the economy into a recession. Um, but, you know, that's that's a risk that they they think feel that they have to take right now, given the inflation numbers that we're still seeing. And, you know, those those risks are also things that are driving the financial markets and cause lots of concern and <laughs> As, as they worry about the direction and strength of the economy going forward as well. Okay, Gary, lots of information. And uh, <laughs> look forward to chatting with you in a couple of weeks and see where we are then. Okay, sounds good, Paul. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gary. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Federal Reserve and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.